0: Hurry, hurry, hurry to Monday matinee on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Hi there and welcome to Sonic Society Season 12, Episode 495. I'm your host, Jack Ward, feeling like a bird in a gilded cage.
3: And I'm your songbird host who is free, David Alt, Um, Jack... Uh, I hope that's a good metaphor. You know, it's usually not. Oh,
0: no, I'm thrilled to be a prisoner still to Big finish this adaptation of the classic British television show, The Prisoner. Tonight, we complete the promotional release of episode one. Ah, it's sort of like an early Christmas present. And we have so many more. Please don't forget, Sonic Society listeners, to get out there to sonicsociety at gmail.com and get your voice heard as we enter the 500th episode in our regular series.
3: And nearly 700th all-around episode including Summer Seasons, Sonic Echo and Sonic Speaks and, of course, the Biff Straker Extras.
0: How was your week, David?
3: Oh, not too bad, thank you. It's the usual round of uh, getting children ready for exams and getting everyone else ready for Christmas. How's everything going over there?
0: Oh, I'm so excited about the work we're doing here at the EVP Regulars Production Crew, Echo Team. Ah. We're beginning our third week of meeting on Skype tonight. Every evening after the Sonic Society has aired, we sit down together, all seven of us, and we have a conversation and a tutorial on how to produce great audio drama with so much interest in the skills you can bet more shows will be down the pike soon ah well but for now on with
3: the show as we continue with part two of the prisoner a promotional release of episode one from the big finish amazing series right here
0: on the sonic society
2: what are you doing here i thought this was supposed to be my house
4: oh i was just tidying up
2: I thought you were a waitress, weren't you? Not a housemaid.
4: I I take whatever work I can get.
2: Well, you can get out.
4: Why are you so angry?
2: Why am I so angry? Because I've just seen a good friend of mine get crushed by a giant bright white beach ball that screamed like the devil and hurt my bloody eyes just to look at it. That's why. Uh, Ah. Ah. Is that all you've got to say?
4: What would you like me to say?
2: Does that sort of thing happen here every day?
4: Not every day, no. And how often? Uh, perhaps you'd like me to show you around your house.
2: I know my way around. It looks just like my apartment in London.
4: Only this bit. Shall I show you behind these walls?
2: Behind what?
4: Bathroom, kitchen, bedroom. Fully modern, full of all the latest...
2: space age plastic and metal crap. Thanks, now get out.
4: You you don't want to talk?
2: What are you, a shrink?
4: No, just a friend. If you'll let me.
2: What do you want from me?
4: Shall I pour us a drink?
2: Pour yourself a drink. It's probably drugged. I said I didn't want a drink.
4: I know. You know there is no way out of here, don't you?
2: No. Do you? How long have you been here? Too long. Does no one ever give a straight answer around here?
4: Not often, no. But maybe if. Well.
2: Well what?
4: Maybe if you give some straight answers.
2: Some straight answers?
5: Oh, she's good. She's very good. Go on, number nine.
2: Let's see what you're made of. You're scared.
5: Am
4: I?
2: You're trying to look confident, even kind, but you're scared. Behind your eyes. I've seen it before. Where? Oh. You expect me to give you my confession just because you're a pretty face offering me a cozy drink?
4: I'll take the compliment,
2: And you can take your drink. <coughs> and if you won't get out, I will. No, don't go, please. Give me one good reason to stay.
4: Why, I thought we could be friends. I thought if you could just tell me, share with me. And
2: you think I don't know that they're watching, that number two isn't sitting in his oversized washing machine drum peering at us with his beady little eyes? How is she doing, number two? Hey, not very... Well, Please, for God's sake, please, number
4: six, just tell me something. Anything. Otherwise, they'll...
2: Hurt you? Torture you? Kill you? Bounce a glowing ball on your pretty little head? Why should I care? Be seeing you. Oh,
5: well, it was worth a try. Oh, now then. Where's he off to in such a hurry? Oh, dear. Um... Observation Suite. You want to stop him? I think he's a little overwrought making a fruitless dash for it, silly boy. Yes, I think it's best. My, my. Rover's getting a second outing today, isn't she? Orange alert! Into the woods, heading for the mountains, such a determined fellow. Nimble on his feet, too, but not nimble enough.
6: toasting. Us? Mm, to us. I'm not sure control would approve.
2: You think he doesn't know?
6: You mean one of his grubby little men is here watching us now?
2: If Cobb were here, we'd be able to smell him.
6: <laughs> yes. He's the grubbiest of them all, isn't he?
2: I know I shouldn't ask.
6: But you're going to. Seltzman. You
7: mustn't ask.
2: What can we... Hmm? You... So tell me. Seltzman.
0: You have to come with me.
2: Do I? Break
6: down his sense of reality, number twelve. Once he begins to doubt his own
2: identity in What do you think of the idea? It has distinct possibilities. Somehow.
4: No. Your mind is the key to putting everything right.
2: What's happening? What is this? What are you? No. What happened? Where?
6: You had a bit of a fall.
2: I wasn't... How long have I been here?
6: But you're all right now.
2: Am I now? What are my clothes?
6: You can't wear clothes in bed. Pyjamas are to be worn at all times in the village infirmary.
2: Village infirmary? Village, village, village! It's you again, isn't it? The taxi driver.
6: No, 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 no. You mustn't strain yourself. Just stay in bed.
2: You said I was all right. Or is that just what you say when people aren't dead here?
6: Try to relax and get some rest.
2: Don't forget to bolt and bar the door on the way out, because it's the only way you'll keep me here.
6: I'll go and fetch the doctor.
2: Who's that? So they didn't kill you. That ball thing didn't kill you. What was it, you know?
7: Ball thing? What? Uh,
2: what do you mean? I don't know. It sounds crazy. This huge glowing ball of light. I saw it get you. I, it got me, too, but I, I, I don't know. Something strange happened. I, I heard voices. I, I thought I was back. Back?
7: Oh, I don't remember. Just a blinding light. So,
2: they got you, too, eh? How long have you been here, Cobb? No. God, listen to me man. What are you doing here? I don't know. I was in
7: I think I was in a hotel. I, I got an assignment. I went to the hotel when I when I woke up. I was here. In in this village place.
2: When did you get here?
7: I, I don't know. I think they they drugged me. So many questions. They want to know everything.
2: What sort of questions?
7: Listen, I won't tell them. I mustn't tell. You, you can count on me. I, I, I won't let you down, sir. I, 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 won't, I, won't let, let you, I won't let you down.
2: Come listen to me, listen. We've got to get out of here.
7: Yes, get out of here. Yes, we must or they'll kill us. Or worse.
2: Worse?
7: Keep us here for the rest of our lives. Brainwash us. But, But listen... I had a plan
2: A plan? What plan? Uh, A plan to get out of here?
7: Yes Yes. Uh, There's a woman She uh, She What woman? Who? Tell me Cobb? Cobb!
5: Frustrating, isn't it? When people won't answer your questions
2: What have you done to him?
5: (laughs) We'll look after him, don't worry Come with
2: me Why should I? Well, why not live a little? I'm waiting for a doctor's appointment.
5: Oh, I'm fully qualified. There's some slippers under your bed. Come along, old fellow. It's for your own good. There's a good
2: boy. Where are you taking me?
5: Just to get a few things sorted out.
2: Like what? What's that
5: noise? Hm? Oh, that. Have a look through here. What are you doing to them? Doing to them? It's group therapies for their own good. The straitjackets and the gags, just a precaution. The purple lighting has a calming effect. The whole process counteracts the obsessional guilt complexes which produce neuroses. Does it?
2: Is that what you're going to do with me?
5: Oh, come now, Number Six.
7: We don't want that, do we? To you?
5: In here, please. Do sit down. What if I don't? What if you do? It's for your own good.
2: And why should I believe you?
5: Well, because there might have been some unpleasant after-effects of your little encounter with Rover.
2: Rover? Is that what you call that oversized glowing
5: ball thing? Rather an endearing nickname, don't you think? I mean, for a guard dog. That thing's no guard dog. What exactly is rover? Ah, that would be telling. So you said. How does it work? I've no idea, dear boy. Not my department. I leave that to all the boffins. And how do the boffins create those hallucinations? You think rover made you hallucinate? Do tell me more. Interesting. I can see she upset you. She? Rover. Who do you think I meant? How can that thing be a she? Oh, well. Just a term of endearment. Uh, Do sit down. Look, I can get some rather muscular chaps to come in here and force you to sit down if you like. Would you prefer that? That would be telling. Thank you, number six. Most kind. Now, relax.
2: Ah! What the hell was that?
5: Yes, yes, yes. All your readings are optimal. Well done. You're healthy enough to be discharged. What's that? It's your welcome pack. And Welcome to it. It's your health card, your employment card, your card of identity. I know my own identity. If you say so. Your welfare card, your credit card, and your... Oh, <laughs> your new shoes and clothes. What happened to my old shoes and clothes? They've been burnt. Why? Don't be tiresome, old chap. I'll take you back to the ward so you can get dressed and leave. And then what? And then we begin in earnest. Oh dear. What the hell's that about? Hello? Two here. What's going on? Oh, what a pity. Ah, well. And do shut that racket off, will you? Thank you. Well? Mm, well, I'm afraid something rather unfortunate has happened. More unfortunate
2: than my being kidnapped and imprisoned in a madhouse. Depends on your viewpoint, really. Your friend. Cob. What makes you think he's my friend? Colleague, then.
5: He's dead. What? Yes. I'm afraid he's just jumped out of the window and killed himself. Rather
7: unfortunate. <coughs> Farman's is, is really indelisible. Oh, perhaps you'd like to let me go?
5: R- remember the... Muscular men can be called at any moment.
7: I could kill you before they got here. But don't you want your freedom? At what price? I think you know the price. I'll never pay it. I think you will. What makes you so sure? Because it's either that or you stay here for the rest of your life.
5: (sighs) Oh, thank you.
2: Most kind. That is another option.
5: Oh, really? And what was
2: that? I escaped. Ah, <laughs> and that's your plan. Not quite. Really? Do tell. Escape, come back. Come back? And wipe this place off the face of the earth. <laughs> Fascinating. But in the meantime, I want to see the body. I beg your pardon? Cobb's body. Oh, how morbid you are. Why? A oh, closure? because I don't believe a
5: single word you say. Very well, follow me. Ah, yes, there he is, poor fellow. Bit of a long way down, isn't it? Rather a mess. Did you know him well?
2: You did this to him. My dear fellow, don't be ridiculous. I was with you the whole time. Don't be obtuse, you know what I mean. You, you people. The people who run this place, whatever it is, you, you interrogated him, drugged him, hounded him, tortured him. You drove him to this. Well, it's certainly an interesting theory. I will, of course, enter it in my
5: report. Now, <sighs> how was it? We interrogated,
2: drugged, hounded, tortured, drove him to... And who exactly do you report to, number two? Number one? Where is he? I want to speak to him. Take me oh. to where... You have to join a very long queue for that number six. No, I'm
5: afraid the only satisfaction you're going to get here is through cooperation. For example, subject shows great enthusiasm for his work. He's utterly devoted and loyal. Is this a man who suddenly walks out? I didn't walk out, I designed. People change, exactly. So do loyalties. What about yours? I know nothing about you. You know everything you need to know. Stop deflecting. It's time you gave us the facts we need. And if I don't? We'll take them. Good luck trying. (laughs) Are you really going to walk out of here in your pyjamas?
2: Why not? It's a madhouse, isn't it?
5: Record, Memo. Report on number six. On arrival, subject showed usual shock symptoms, followed by predicted behaviour pattern. Since then, has been uncooperative and distinctly aggressive. Attempted to escape. Subject proving exceptionally difficult, but in view of his importance, no extreme measures to be used.
7: Yet. Be seeing you!
5: He's leaving the infirmary. Follow his every move. Activate all monitoring. No privacy whatsoever!
2: i know you're watching i'll wear your damn uniform because i have to but you'll never get me to wear your damn badge damn music where's it coming from if i could see a speaker i'd smash it to pieces I know you're listening. I know you're watching. So where's everyone gone? Come on, come on. What are you playing at, number two?
6: To bid farewell to a tragic soul, our friend Cobb.
2: (laughs) Hello again. What are you doing here? Leave me alone. Did you know Cobb? No. And why are you crying? Is it one of your special skills?
4: I don't have to take this from you, number six.
2: Don't call me that. let me go. Not until you tell me your connection with Cobb. Oh,
4: you're hurting me. That's right. You like hurting women.
2: I just want information.
4: Oh, you're breaking my arm.
2: No, I'm not, but I will do if you don't tell me what I want to know.
4: All right, all right. You're as bad as them.
2: Whoever they are. Tell me about Cobb. Had you known him long? Not long. And yet here you are, weeping at his funeral.
4: He... He was a good man. Where did you meet him? How oh, can I trust
2: you? How can I trust you?
4: You're wearing their uniform now.
2: Only because they incinerated my clothes. But I won't wear that badge of theirs. Number nine. What's your real name?
4: What's yours? You see? We're both scared to talk. Look. We can't talk here. We'll get soaked. And besides, they'll see us on the way back.
2: Well then? And when?
4: Twelve o'clock. At the bandstand.
2: It's a date.
6: Well now, this is going to prove a challenge for our sound boys. Zoom in, please. Immediately, number two. Zooming in. Ah, yes, there she is. All of a flutter, waiting for her new-found beau. Little beads of sweat on her tender upper lip. And there he is. Oh. No flowers. Tch, tch. Are we getting any sound on them yet? Isolate the frequency. Well, the weather seems good clear. I thought a bit
4: without Anyone sitting there?
2: Be my guest. I thought I'd been stood up.
4: We have to be quick.
2: A romantic.
4: Is this just a game for you?
2: And for you? Dressing up? A waitress? A maid? Now what? A damsel in distress with a vital piece of information on a mission sanctioned by number two himself?
4: Look, you can't think what you like. I knew Cobb would crack sooner later. I could see it in his eyes. I wanted to help him get out of here before... And
2: I suppose you know a way, do you? This was a mistake. I shouldn't have bothered. And what do you see in my eyes? Number nine. Tell me. Tell me else. I leave it to me.
6: Well, I've no idea what they're talking about, but it seems to be getting very intense. I'm sorry about this man. Isolate their frequencies now.
4: Alright. I work in dispatch at the village hall.
2: Fascinating to go on.
4: I managed to get hold of an electropass.
2: All right, I'll bite what's an electropass!
4: It looks like a watch, but it's got a signalling device built into it.
2: Preposterous. Who does it signal?
4: There's a skimmer copter leaving at exactly two o'clock this afternoon. Do you think you could fly it?
2: Well, I can fly a proper helicopter, so one of those overgrown toys should be child's play. Where... There's
4: a stone boat down by the beach.
2: Yes. I caught sight of it on my guided tour.
4: It's just by the old folks' home.
2: People really grow old here. Yeah?
4: Wait by the stone boat. The skimmers land close
2: by. You'll see. But how does this electropath... The skimmer
4: will be guarded by Rover. Ah. The electropath gets you past Rover. How? It emits a signal that tells Rover you have permission to travel.
2: Already clever, and where is this wonder pass? Well,
4: are you testing me? Are you working for them?
2: Are you? Well,
4: one of us has to make a leap of faith
2: and get themselves killed.
4: Sometimes I think it would be better to be dead.
2: Dear me, perhaps you need some group therapy, number nine, in a straight jacket.
4: There is no time for this. I'm wearing the pass on my right wrist. The strap is loose. If you embrace me, you should be able to slip it off without their noticing. You operate it by pressing the button on the side. Well? Just kiss me, for God's sake. It may already be too late. Too late for what? The sound of the band will be masking our voices from their microphones. The cymbal clashes play havoc with their frequency filters, but...
2: Impressive. You have it all worked out, don't you?
4: Well, are you going to... (laughs)
7: Satisfied take a short
2: interlude, after which we shall to continue our music
4: are you that was very forward of you number 6
2: i'm sorry when can we meet again
4: i think perhaps it is best if we don't goodbye I'll
2: be seeing you
6: and where are you off to in such a hurry what Oh, sorry. I haven't had time to introduce myself. I'm the new number two. So I see. What happened to the old one? Things change. People move on. What did he do? Escape? What makes you say that? Do you have escape on your mind, number nine? No. No, of course not. What about number six? What about him? What do you mean? You seem a little jumpy. Not at all. I'm, um... Experiencing the first flush of a burgeoning romance. Oh. You saw him kiss me? News travels fast in a village hungry for gossip, but isn't that always the way?
4: Well, it was unwelcome. There's nothing between us.
6: I see. You mean number six behaved inappropriately. Ah, Yes? Would you like me to have action taken against him? What? No. N- no, no, it's, f- it's fine. We don't want any unhappiness in our beautiful village. And if Number Six behaved aggressively towards you... N- no, no, not, not aggressive. It was a misunderstanding. Well, if you're sure, I'm Number Nine. You are sure? Yes. Yes, I'm sure. Thank you for your concern. If you should reconsider, my door is always open. Thank you. Thank you, number two. Be see... Pity about Cobb. What? Ah, uh, yes. Still, not your fault. No blot on your record. Just one of those things. What? I... Be seeing you.
4: Um, yes. Be seeing you.
6: Hmm. <laughs>
2: Oh, poor girl.
7: Come along, old man. We haven't got all day. I thought you said you could play chess.
2: Yes. Sorry, uh, my mind's not on the game.
7: I should say not. Dither it about. Uh, if you were an officer on of my ship, I'd soon make sure you were not into shape.
2: Which ship?
7: Uh oh. Uh,
2: <laughs> Which navy? Well,
7: uh. <laughs> oh! Checkmate! <laughs> what? Oh, don't worry. I'll give you another chance.
2: Um, uh, uh, no, no. It's, it's okay. I'm not on form today. I think I'll take a little stroll.
7: Maybe you should try the old stone boat down there.
2: Hmm? Why?
7: Got a rather charming sea captain aboard her by the looks of it. Really? Ah. She's been watching you.
2: Has she now? Do excuse me.
7: Bon <laughs> oh, voyage. What? Have a good trip. What do you mean? On the old stone boat. <laughs> She's great in any weather. Sailor her many a time.
2: <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, I see. I'll be seeing you. didn't expect to see you here didn't you come to make sure I take the bait
4: what do you mean by that
2: I followed you after the bandstand so at first I thought you were just chatting to a fellow inmate then I saw her back another number two how many are
4: there they change over from time to time a new one gets assigned
2: and are you assigned to me like you were to Cobb
4: you don't know what it's like here When they ask you to do something, you don't have a choice.
2: There's always a choice.
4: No, there isn't. You'll find out.
2: So, the electropass, the helicopter, what is it, a trap? Am I just going to end up dead after allegedly jumping out of a hospital window?
4: No, I told you I was trying to get Cobb out, but they were watching him.
2: And they're not
4: watching me. He missed his chance, but you have a chance. No. For God's sake, it's nearly two o'clock. The pilot is still in the cafe. If you don't get to the skimmer now before she comes back... take go of me! You're
2: coming with me. No! Why? I can't! Why not? What am I supposed to believe? That you're some kind of saintly courier smuggling our valiant chaps over enemy lines? I don't care what you believe. I can't go back. I can never go back. Why not? Why not? Some of us never can. Why not? What's that supposed to even mean?
4: Just take your chance. Take it, please. It's the only one you'll get. Go, go no!
2: <sighs> All right.
6: Two here. Something interesting. By the stone boat. Number? Six and nine. Oh, really? What a surprise. Put it on my screen heading for the skimmer copter. So he is. Where's number nine? Close by. Watching. Following. Hmm. It must be love. Despite her protestations. <laughs> and that's going to prove useful to us. He's
4: definitely
0: going for the copter.
6: And Rover will move to stop him.
2: And you can... Back back. And back you go. Thank you. Much obliged to you. The electro
6: passing has definitely deflected over. Should I counteract... No. Them? Send Rover over to number nine. Do it!
4: No. Please, no. Not me. I'm... No! Please! Leave her alone. Get away from her. No! Don't miss your chance, number six. Go! Are you crazy? That thing's going Let it take me. What? Let it. If my time's come, let it. Your time.
2: What the hell are you talking about?
4: Go, Number Six, go! He's
0: definitely going for the skimmer now. Take it easy. Don't
6: panic. Have Rover bring Number Nine in. If she survives. I hope you know what you're doing.
4: you want if it's my time
2: (laughs) this place is a madhouse a bloody nightmare you haven't seen the last of me I'll be back to wipe this Face on the face of the earth. Dear me, he is cross, isn't he? Do you think he
6: knows we're monitoring him? Is he talking to us? No, I don't think so. He thinks he's just lost the one person who might have been his friend here, that's all. He's just cracking up a bit. That and the elation of escape. Shall we bring the skimmer down now? No. What? Have number nine brought to me and... But he'll be out of range Shush now! Don't get yourself so head up. And there he goes. Freedom. Oh.
0: This week's show. Come back next week for our special premiere release of Voices in the Wind's Snow White, our Christmas special for 2016.
3: Until then, please leave us mail and messages for our 500th at sonicsociety at You can also find us at the Facebook groups, Twitter, and as always, head to evicuna.com for more great original Electric Vicuna productions. Absolutely. I'm David Alt. And I'm Jack Ward. Good night. Good night.
1: Welcome once again to Bells in the Bat Free. I'm your genial host, John Bell. And today, if I don't get interrupted, Bell, Mr. we're Bell, going Mr. to Bell, Mr. Bell, get Mr. Bell. interrupted. Yes, Arnie. I have an amazing new invention. Oh, an amazing invention, huh? No, 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 no. Not just an amazing invention. An amazing. Okay, Arnie, I get the point. Arnie. Arnie, you're turning blue. Cut it
3: out!
1: Amazing invention. And what is this amazing... Um, Amen? Okay, okay, okay. What is this invention? I call it the anti-exaggerator you later. The anti-exaggerator you later. You don't have to repeat what I say, Mr. Bell. People can understand me perfectly when I say something. Stop doing that. All right. What does this invention do, Arnie? It detects... Exaggeration. So it's a lie detector. Oh, no, 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 Mr. Bell. more of an exaggeration detector. You see, people sometimes don't do outright lies, but they do exaggerate something for their own purposes. Their what? Purposes. Purposes. Pur- 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 purposes. Pur- purposes. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. We sure could have used this during the last election, Arnie. What do you think inspired me to invent it? So, how does it work, Arnie? Quite well, thank you. I mean, what is its function? Can you demonstrate it? Oh, yes. Okay. When you turn it on like this, it detects exaggerations. For example. Okay. Watch what happens when I say. Mr. Bell has a podcast. It is called Bells in Bat It's the greatest podcast on the Internet. And it has lots and lots of listeners. Okay, Arnie. It's everybody's favorite... All right. P- You're saying this thing detects... Statements that are BS. How's that? Blarney-soaked. Okay, dodge that one. If you have this unit on during political speeches... And TV and radio commercials. Boy, it's just going off all the time. Yeah, can you imagine if Brad were in here? Ooh, boy. Well, that's kind of odd. Yeah, and the usual basic comedic structure, Brad would have come in at that moment. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But anyway, Arnie, this thing has a lot of potential for... This is Miss
0: Schmeckelheimer. Miss Sadie Schmeckelheimer.
1: Yes, what is it, Miss Schmeckelheimer? There is somebody here to see you. Is it Brad? No, it is not. Brad is having car trouble. Ah, what kind of car trouble? His car was repossessed. I see. Well, could you go pick him up then, please? Why would I do that? Okay, that's a valid point. Somebody is here to see you. Did you ask him his name or what he wants by any chance? Why would I do that? Another valid point. I'm sending him in. What, right now? Bye bye. Oh, Miss McElhart? Bye bye. Thank you. Hello, Mr. Bell. Hello, Mr. Bell. Been wanting to meet you for a long time. Glad to meet you. Let me shake your hand. Oh, such a wonderful honor meeting you. I'm over here. Of course you are. Hello, Mr. Bell. Wonderful to see you. I'm such a big fan. Oh, I've been wanting to meet you for a long time. How do you do? I'm fine. Is there something I can do, do for... Do you hear that? He wants to do something for me. Oh, no, Mr. Bell. I'm here to do something for you. Are you now? Mr. Bell, I read your book. My book? He's so modest. Listen to this. Your book, Mr. Bell, The Devil's Piñata. On that Amazon and Audible.com. Oh, oh, that book. You mean you actually bought it? Yes, I did, Mr. Bell. So you're the one. And I read it from cover to cover. It's an ebook. I read it from pixel to pixel. I see. And I have something to ask you, Mr. Bell. Sorry. No refunds. Mr. Bell, this is the greatest book I've ever read. It's stupendous. It's marvelous. What is that sound? It's nothing. Nothing. Please go on. Mr. Bell, I think maybe you should... Continue listening. Yes, please. Tell me more. Mr. Bell, I am from A major motion picture studio Wow, really? I would never lie to you, Mr. Bell My studio thinks that your book would make A great movie A stupendous movie A profitable movie My book? A movie? I can see it all now Brad Pitt as the star Scarlett Johansson as the co-star Action, adventure, money You can get those stars for my movie? Absolutely Or stars of an equal caliber Arnie, turn that thing off, please. But, Mr. Bell, I don't think... It's distracting, Arnie. Turn it off. All right. Now, Mr., um, what is your name, sir? My name is Charlie Epic, and I make epic movies. Wow. So, how do we go about doing this? Mr. Bell, I fly you out to Hollywood! Those little speakers on your shoulders put out a nice sound. Here, let me turn this off for a second. All you gotta do, Mr. Bell, is sign this contract. Contract? It's just a simple contract, giving me the rights to your book, the story, the characters, and all material therein from now in perpetuity. Oh. This contract guarantees you 50% of all profits. Wow. After production costs, advertising costs, promotional costs, payments to actors, my producing fees, catering costs, my casting fees, lot rental, set building, my agent fees, and other miscellaneous costs. Oh, I love the word miscellaneous. Uh-huh. It's a very simple, standard, boilerplate, gentleman's agreement, totally binding contract. Oh. You just sign here. All right. And initial here. Okay. And here, and here, mm-hmm. and sign here, All right. and initial this, right. and this, Got it. and sign there, okay. and initial that you sign there, Alrighty. and sign here, mm-hmm. and sign here, got it, and initial there, and there, uh-huh. and there, uh-huh. and here. All right, and there. Oh, okay, and here. Right. One more. Oh boy, and here. All right. Okay, do you happen to know a notary public? I'm a notary public. Oh, this is great. This is wonderful. Notarize his signatures. I may as well get something out of this fiasco. There, that'll be $5. You can pay them later, Mr. Bell. I pay? Mr. Bell, we are in business. We're gonna make a movie. And you're gonna fly me to Hollywood? I certainly am. Great, when are we going? As soon as you can buy us a couple of tickets, my boy. First class, of course. I gotta make a couple of phone calls. I'll get back with you, Mr. Bell. Next stop, Hollywood. (laughs) Well, how does it feel, Mr. Bell? We're flying our way to Hollywood! Yeah, I, I guess that, that's just, uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's fine. Mr. Bell, don't tell me that you're afraid of flying! No, 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 not not normally. Are you saying we're flying abnormally? No, 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 It's it's just that... Okay, think back. Every TV show or radio drama or movie that you've ever seen or heard... ...that has something that takes place in an airplane... Ooh! ...what usually happens. I see what you mean, Mr. Bell, but there's nothing to worry about... ...because we're here in an actual airplane flying along... ...and this isn't part of some kind of podcast! Um... What? What? Uh, no, actually... uh, ...this is a scene in the podcast. Well, that's just terrific! I was having an enjoyable flight and suddenly, bam! You tell me that disaster is brewing! No, no, no. I think that's coffee that's brewing... At it smells like it. But I'm actually enjoying this in a very special way. Uh-huh. You see, at the Bat Free, I'm always surrounded by, well, Arnie and Brad. And I love the guys, you know, I do. But it's just nice to get away from them every once in a while. Get where I can just be myself and relax and... Not have to get into really odd conversations, you know what I mean? I think we're just coming out of an odd conversation. Yeah, okay, I'll I'll grant you that. But right now, I just want to relax, sit back, have myself a soda. Fine, you do that. Let me uh, ring for the stewardess here. Stewardess? Oh, stewardess. Yes? Can I help you, sir? Oh, no. No, it can't be. Would you like some coffee, tea, or milk, sir? What are you doing on this flight? Mr. Bell, before you think I'm some stewardess that you may have dated and jilted in the past, it really is I, Arnie Cunspot. Yes, Arnie, I know it's you. Oh, what gave away my disguise. My eyes? No. My five o'clock shadow?
0: No. Well,
1: I'm stumped. have no idea what it is. Bell. Arnie. What are you doing here? Serving coffee, tea, or milk, Mr. Bell. Arnie. All right, all right. I wanted to see Hollywood, Mr. Bell. I wanted to go to Hollywood with you and ask me you go so I, I would surprise you. Well, you certainly... Surprise! Did that. Uh, miss, excuse me, miss. What? Can I have a pillow, please? Take this, I'm busy here. Put your hell on your tray table, pal. Arnie, if you're dressed as a stewardess, you ought to assist the passengers. You trying to get rid of me? Oh, yes. All right, all right, all right. Okay, who's your fat-handed one in a pillow? That would be me. I'll you a pillow, you're going on. Okay, but now my head is caught in the tray table. Mr. Bell, I saw you talking to that student. Oh. oh, she sure is cute. No. Huh? Do you know her? how huh? oh. Does she got a sister? Huh? Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, she does have a sister, but she's not a she. Her sister's not a she? No, her sister is a she, but he who has the she-sister is not a she. He's a he. You're giving me a headache here. I think I should call a stewardess. No, no, no. That's a bad idea. That stewardess is actually Arnie Cunchpard in disguise. Arnie Cunchpard. The guy you met at the studio, the, the funny-looking Oh, the funny-looking guy. guy. Yeah, okay, I remember him now. Oh, boy. I need to start wearing my glasses more regularly. That would be wise. Why is he on the plane? To make my life miserable. Why else... But at least, well, it could be worse. How could it be worse? Hello, everybody. This is your pilot speaking. It's worse. We'll be flying at an average altitude of 360 feet, which, gee, means we have to kind of slide around some buildings and whip over a couple of mountains and... Uh... Uh, uh, Captain, Captain, uh, you have to add two zeros to the number on the dial. Really? Two zeros? Why don't they just put that on the dial? I don't know, sir. It's just it's add two zeros. Okay, dokey We'll be flying at 00, 00360 feet during this flight and... Uh, no, no, no sir, 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 you put the two zeros at the end of the 360. Flying 360 double knot? No, not exactly, sir. You, you like, multiply the 360 times 100. Oh, it's a math problem, huh? Um... Doesn't involve two trains heading toward each other, does it? No, no, sir. sir. Okay. Uh, we'll be flying at uh, 360 hundred feet... 36,000, sir. Really? Yes, sir. Wow, that's really up there. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Oh, can you imagine if something went wrong and we are plummeting down that distance 360 uh, hundred feet sir. down to the ground where... Sir, you're talking to the passengers now, remember? Really? They're listening in on our private conversation? Oh, rude! Sir, as long as you keep that button pushed, they can hear everything you say. Oh, then I should probably tell them how high we're flying. I think you've done that, sir. And to tell them we'll be arriving more or less on time at, um, Uh... Bob Hope, sir. You're joking. Uh... No, I'm not, sir. Will Bing Crosby also be there? Whoa, <laughs> oh, they made some great movies together. Uh, Bob Hope Airport, sir. He's got his own airport? <laughs> wow! Uh, sir, sir, maybe it'd be a good idea if you let go of that butt. What? for Just a few minutes while I explain. No, no, I don't just want let to go, go of the butt. But my butt. I, don't I, don't go go oh, oh, the... I wonder if I could just get off here and walk the rest of the way. That pilot sounds like a guy who's really got it together. Yeah, in a leaky bucket. Arnie... Arnie. Stewardess. Yes? Come here, please. What can I do for you, sir? Why is Brad the pilot? Because he makes a lousy stewardess. What? He looks terrible in his skirt, Mr. Bell. I don't want to know how you know that. Whereas, I really have the legs for it. What do you think? Do these windows open? Well, I do worry, Mr. Bell. About Brad flying the plane? No, 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 no. You think this skirt makes my butt look big? Attention, everybody. This is your pilot speaking. Fasten your seatbelts. Put your tray tables in the up position. We're going down. We're going down. And we're coming in hot. Oh, my gosh. This is terrible. Yeah, my butt looks really big. No, no, no. About the plane. We're going down. Oh, you're right, Mr. Bell. I better start collecting. Cups. Hello, everybody. This is your pilot speaking. Um, I've just been informed that the proper term is not we're going down, but we're starting our final approach. Oh, and when I said we're coming in hot, uh, I meant I have the heater on because uh, it's really cold outside. So we're about to land. Everybody, get ready to land. Fred's not a pilot. How can you land this plane? We're, we're, we're coming in. We're we're. He did it. We landed. We're okay. Hi, everybody. Pilot here again. Uh, We are here at the Bob Hope uh, Airport. Uh, The general vicinity of the Bob Hope Airport. Um, Buses and other vehicles are coming to uh, take us to the airport. Uh, We hope you had a a wonderful flight and that you will fly with um, whatever company this is again. Thank you very much. Oh, <laughs> enjoy Hollywood! i
0: ready hey hey for Hollywood! Hollywood.
1: We, we finally made it, it, it here to Hollywood. Hollywood. Can I get off the plane now? Or any hack snook can write a bad book hey. and have it put on the screen. Who made for, for Hollywood? Hollywood? And I should mention Bells in the Bat Free. Oh, here we go. This is episode number 156. And for even more kicks, it's copyright 2016. Good luck on this John Bell Creative LLC. Ooh. Ah. painful you should talk you know i think my podcasts are getting better and better well they're not getting worse turn that thing off
0: this has been an electric vicuna production
1: Monday matinee on the Mutual Audio Network always means a potpourri of entertainment, drama, comedy, action. Whew, it really stimulates the mind, don't it? Well, a great way to get your mind back into neutral gear is to catch bells in the battery on Friday follies and Sunday showcase. Silliness is the best cure for mental stimulation. Bells in the battery. Always odd, always family-friendly. If only I could convince my family to listen to it.